And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back with you, Tail Varsity Radio, Wednesday edition. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. We're powered by Cornhead Lager. And uh, your stream comments coming up here. Walter makes a, a good point. Mike Babcock with this from Hale Varsity and Heard at Sports. Walter from Philly chimes in with some accuracy here. Two things you can never go cheap on a lawyer and a portal quarterback. I love it. We'll dive into that. What can you never go cheap on? I agree, lawyer. I agree, quarterback. And uh, Mike, what do you think here of the uh, as the portal turns, my friend? Here, Nebraska in hot pursuit. At least they're putting the uh, the airline miles to good use here this week. Yeah, that's good. Um, <laughs> you probably know more about this than I do, but the the quarterback that you're that you're looking at that you want to get here through the transfer portal, if that's the way you want to go. Does he have to fit into the system that they were trying to install this last season with kind of a guy that was able to run the ball, run some option or whatever? Or do you like change your offense again and go with a guy that uh, is primarily a passer and is going to rely on your offensive line to protect him sufficiently to uh, to throw the ball as a drop back passer. That that's what we got to determine here, Mike. Let's let's try and answer this as a group here. What uh, what do you think the offense is supposed to be? And I love the quarterback run. I like some zone read. I love the option, but is that uh, sprinkled in versus twenty one quarterback runs versus Illinois or Purdue this year? Well, I, I like what you just said about some zone read, some option, some quarterback run, whatever. I don't, I would like to see them not change what they've done in the past season to try to develop a system that works for, you know, whatever that that's to me, that's the important thing. It's Mike Babcock with us here on Hale varsity radio is, Mike, his phone's ringing off. He's taking a hammer to that answering machine, isn't he? I took care of that. (laughs) It was a transfer portal calling. (laughs) It's the old velvet hammer for babbers. (laughs) Mike, uh, you picking up the phone? Is that Satterfield con? You see if you got any eligibility left? I heard you could sling it back in the day. Oh, yeah. uh Uh-huh. Yeah, no. uh, That was not. And uh, no, I couldn't. Hmm. Um, But uh, I couldn't run it either, so. Uh, just, like just hand off. I like it. Mike Babcock's with us. Can find him and uh, follow him at MD Babs on Twitter and get subscribed to Mike's uh, biweekly newsletter. Mike B at HerdAtSports.com. Get signed up for that. So I think Nebraska's offense will, moving forward, uh, be more of like what you saw the final year with Rattler at quarterback at South Carolina, where the quarterback's a throw-first guy. He's mobile. You want that ability to run, but it's you want an accurate guy, and ideally you can mix in some quarterback run, but you lean on that that offensive line and, and running back run game. And then, then you have some, some difference makers at wide receiver. I mean, the RPO has been such a big part of what Rule has done offensively. And I think there's still some good candidates out there. I would 
cross off Cam Ward, even though Nebraska visited today. Uh, I would cross off McCord. And, and I think Levitt or Shapin are, are the two guys that are probably more of a reality for Nebraska uh, when you look at the, this, this portal world at quarterback right now. Yeah, and I personally, I don't want to leave out Harburg and Purdy from the discussion. Amen, they, and they shouldn't be. Might have a good upside, and I, I would hope that uh, in the spring it's very competitive and we see who it is that emerges uh, from that competition. Now, if somebody comes in and you're, you know, you're, the NIL money is going to be committed at what you're talking about, a million and a half or two million or whatever. And incidentally, I see that the NCAA may be considering a proposal where coaches can just talk about NIL money with recruits. Did you see that story today? I saw it briefly, but good. Let them know. Let the coaches be in that conversation. I mean, they're they're probably in it anyway, not nefariously, but they they know what the piggy bank holds. I would right. think. They okay, just can't so talk publicly of, about it. Yeah. Yeah. The point about it is, if you commit that kind of nil money, if he ends up getting that kind of nil money, then. Do you look at it and say, well, we've committed a million and a half dollars of NIL money, what we know of, um, where does that put the competition? Does that say he's going to be the guy or are Purdy and and, uh, uh, Harbor getting that kind of money? Here's what you do. You have a, well, you have a, a sweepstakes. Whoever wins the job gets the money. Well... That's a, uh, that's a good thing, but if you're getting somebody from the transfer portal, is, is that person going to come in and say, well, I've still got to earn it when I get there because I think these guys are probably going to get, however it's committed, they're going to get some kind of commitment that that's the sort of money they're going to get before they make the decision of where it is they're going to go, if that makes any sense. No, it, it totally does. They want upfront payment, uh, period, and – there's a lot of collectives out there that I think are going to rethink doing business that way because there's been so many guys burnt and so many guys figure out a way to to transfer to a third school. So this free reign of free money, I don't think lasts. Yeah. And that, that's why I think it's important to, to put some emphasis on the development of the two guys that you got here right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and give them an opportunity as well. And and so, you know, how are they looking at this whole whole process, you know, that uh, uh, Satterfield's going around and he's, he's visiting these other places? That doesn't do a lot for your confidence, does it? Or, no, I don't know how, how they would, or I can't speak for them, but it doesn't seem like it would. Well, I would hope that you're just pretty honest with, your current quarterback room, and it needs to be a true competition, doesn't it? I mean, let let the best winner go out there and, and take the job. But here's something to note. Ja'Cory Barney, Husker commit. This is also quote tweeted by Davon Hall in agreement. Tweeted a, I wonder which one of these quarterbacks in the portal is going to be throwing me touchdowns next year. Hashtag what's next. Mm-hmm. 
And that's interesting because who is at Bellevue West today but Garrett McGuire? Mm-hmm. So we can talk about Purdy getting the opportunity, but if this is the, the selling point that Garrett McGuire is going out there with these guys, and we don't know that to be true, but I think you can read in between the lines there. If it's, here's the portal quarterbacks going after, do we think Chuba is going to get a fair shot in this competition? I think he gets a shot in the competition, but like whenever you bring in an 11-1 guy in Cal McCord to come in and be the, your starter, it's similar to the, the Jeff Sims story. You can talk about open competition all you want, but if you're paying a guy $2 million a year, it says a lot about your program if that guy ends up not getting the job. And that could be a positive that, you know what, the best guy, the cream is rising to the top. On the other side, if your evaluation is that bad that you're paying a guy $2 million and they don't end up being the starter, what does that say about you? So I, I, I'm not too convinced. I think Chubba gets a shot in the competition, but like I would be shocked if Chubba wins a starting job next year at Nebraska. If he's, if he's better, too. yeah, that's fair. I mean, because, again, if, if you're – if this guy is coming in here under the assumption that he's getting 1.5 million or 2 million or whatever, um, and you're investing that in, in this person, then that person has to have an advantage. And if you're, as Elijah said, if you're using him as a recruiting mechanism, somebody coming in out of the transfer portal, um, what does that say to, to the guys that are here? Mm. Well, and you better be consistent with your message. Part of that message last week as, as well was that you want to take care of guys here. The old Bill Polian example of don't pay the, the newest guy the most money because it'll tick off your locker room. I think that's very real. And not everybody in the college locker rooms is mature as they need to be. Uh, and so it's delicate, but the... You just better evaluate right, not only in the portal, but also with this competition, Babbers, uh, with who gives you a chance to win. And I do believe they'll give Chuba a longer look. If he's healthy, uh, let him go out there and sling it and then find another guy that you can groove along with Kalen and, and then make sure Harburg's an, an option, but probably not the primary option. Uh, Brennan from the Black Hills chimes in, if your $1.5 million horse isn't the starter, I'd be hard-pressed to invest like that again. Very fair. Yeah, I, I agree. And that, that's, that's the point, I think, is you bring somebody in from the transfer portal and this kind of money is committed to that person, it seems to me like there's a definite bending in that direction rather mm-hmm. than just saying we're going to have an open competition and here's what's going to, you know, we're going to determine at the end of spring or at the end of fall camp we'll know who the quarterback is. I think we'll know before that if we go into the if Nebraska goes into the transfer portal and and commits to a to a quarterback one of these uh, that you're that you're talking about commits to one of those mm-hmm. I think that part of that commitment is based on the fact that, or the belief that hey I'm going to be the quarterback. Mike real quick bud thoughts on Nebraska basketball their rebound tonight uh, against Minnesota Road trip for the uh, Big Red, the Fighting Freds. Very important game um, to turn things around after what happened at Creighton and get off to a good start in Big Ten competition. You know, I think that uh, I think Nebraska is up to the task. I think uh, I give Nebraska the edge, but you know how I am about predictions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's probably a death knell right there, but. Um, I think this is a critical game for the Huskers. 
um, get off to a good start in the in Big Ten play. Minnesota, Michigan State here in Lincoln, and uh, get off and running. Mike Babcock with us here, Hale Varsity. Mike, before we get out, we have a callback back to our initial conversation, the Marcus Satterfield World Tour. Mm-hmm. It's a com- uh, comment from MU- NU Grandpa. He says, uh, him and Mike are old. Their last concert was Three Dog Night at Pershing about 1971. Mike, were you there? <laughs> yeah, I think I was there. I don't think that was the last one I was at, but uh, yes. Yeah, I've seen, uh, Babbers, 30, 15 seconds. Did you did you ever buy a Grateful Dead t-shirt at a dead show? Um, yeah, yeah. A, a later, uh, later incarnation in Omaha. I okay. Was it an overpriced concert T-shirt? Or actually, it wasn't in Omaha. It was in Denver. No, okay. it wasn't overpriced. That's the I way. I, that's the way I want it. Babbers will check in next week. Thank you much. Thanks, guys.